Yeah, yeah. All right, how's everybody doing? Blessed, Pastor. How are you? We doing good. We doing good. We doing good. She's back further. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I've been, we've been doing something. It sounds like I'm repeating myself, and, and I am, purposely. As this is a church where we challenge our men to grow. Isn't that right? That's right. And our women to grow. The problem is that, that, that we, we first have to get it before we can teach other people how to get it. And I'm tired of, and, and I'm so blessed. You see, there's a lot of people not missing today. Say amen. amen. We have a rule here. If you're sick, stay home. That's right. And they stayed home. You know, you know I don't know what the, how to pronounce this new uh, virus. What's it called? Corona. What's it called? Corona. What's it called? Corona. The flu. Uh, 14,000 people up to yesterday has died with the flu. I think it's 98 children. It's the worst it's been in decades. We were looking at something over here, and it's something already here that's, tearing, that's causing people to get sick. So what we want to do today is, and I'm going to take my time doing this because we want to be a different people. You know, I don't like the word church people. I like people of faith going to church. Does that make sense? And so we want to be people of faith going to church. And uh, so, and we want lessons to help us to deal with our everyday lives. Is that right? That's right. We want lessons to help us to be God men, God women, uh, husbands, wives, mothers, fathers, children. And, and Satan wants to destroy that because he hates unity in the family, whether it be your family or the church family. In, in uh, the Bible says in Matthews 22 and 37, Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. You get that? Well, it, I'm going to read it again. Jesus says unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Well, we know that Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. That's right. That's if right. he can take that scripture away from our marriages, and out, of our, yeah, and out of our families and out of our churches. If he can take that out, he can destroy marriages, he can destroy families, he can destroy churches, right? Well, here it is. We know Satan, Satan, listen, he wants to destroy anything and any promises that God made. And so what we want to do is we've got to learn to do is devil-proof your life, your heart and your spirit. Right. Devil-proof your life, your heart, and your spirit. And see, here's, it's just like you all, uh, uh, when you have a leak in the basement or a leak in some place, you try to waterproof it, right? And you have clothes that are waterproof clothes, right? Well, why don't we think about today, while I'm doing this message, to devil-proof our life, our heart, and our spirit. Because we know that Satan is like a roaring lion, we'll read this, going around to destroy us. Right. He wants to destroy the love. Yes, he does. He wants to, he wants to destroy it. He hates us loving one another right? Yeah, he hates families, right? We know all this. So what we have to do is to not let him get in our hearts, our souls, and our minds. Do you understand what I'm saying? And all of you all in here, you're beautiful people. You got some beautiful uh, uh, families and uh, some beautiful relationships in here. Always remember, the devil is mad. He wants not only to, can I come down here and say yes? All right. So not only does he want to destroy your, he wants to destroy your body. Right? Because your body is the temple of what? Holy 
So he wants to destroy our bodies. Anything that God wants us to keep sacred, he wants to destroy it. Are you with me? He wants to destroy churches, and he's doing a good job with churches with a lot of chaos and confusion in churches. That's why people don't go to church because they say, hey, I can act a fool at home. I don't need to go to church. You understand? He wants to, you know, and here's what's happening to us. We've gotten so caught up into dominations denominations, Baptists, Catholics, Pentecost, all that stuff. And he loves that. He just doesn't want us to be called children of faith. Because you can pray to the Baptist God and it ain't happening. And we call it non-denominational, interdenomination. You can pray to that God and it ain't happening, right? You see, you can pray to Pastor Fields, it ain't happening, right? You see, but we know that if we people of faith, we have faith in God. There's where your power is. There's where your power is. He wants to steal that from you. He, it starts in your mind. It can get in your heart, and he can get in your soul, right? You understand what I'm talking about? So what we're going to, we try to do over here is become God men and God women. That's right. And we That's do right. it under the authority and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. We ain't trying to impress anybody. We ain't trying to impress anybody, right? We over here, we work in this thing over here. We work in this thing over here because it takes work because we have an enemy. And, and usually, you know, when we, when we, in a, we on the winning team, right? Yeah. See, see, here's what most Christians don't understand. Satan is mad because he knows he's going to lose. Right. Do you understand? And so he wants to do everything he can. I'm going to use this word because it's a scripture to raise hell. Right. It, huh? To raise hell so he can, can distract us from doing what God has empowered us to do. That's right. Are you with me? And so here we go. So we're told in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 through 11, to first of all, be sober, be vigilant. So we got to be sober. We can't be intoxicated off the things of the world. We can't be intoxicated of things of the flesh. Flesh doesn't mean sex, just drugs, sex, and alcohol. It means self. That's right. Do you understand? So we have to be sober because, see, you, when you are not sober and you're intoxicated, you can't see things clearly. Well. All right? Because your adversary, the devil... As a roaring lion walketh about, seeking who he may devour. The seed, so the devil is doing what? Seeking who he may devour. So he's seeking who he needs to devour. If you're intoxicated, you don't know it, right? You know, see, I'm a, you know, you know I go crazy if you don't say amen, right? Because some of us on the physical have been intoxicated and woke up and wonder how we got there. Teach. Then there's probably some people who's intoxicated with us and woke up one day got there, right? So when you're intoxicated, you don't know where you got, how you got the place you're in. So we got to be sober-minded, right? Because he's looking, and he un, he's a, one thing about Satan, he is an opportunist. He takes every opportunity he can to destroy our lives. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got some, some of y'all looking so nice sitting beside your children, some of you sitting beside your spouses and the people you're in relationships with. It looks so cute. Yeah, he wants to destroy that. He can't wait till you get in the car. That's right. You see, he's got, he wants to distract somebody from listening to this message. He don't want you to hear this message because, see, this message turns a mirror on you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> in verse 9, he was talking about those that resist steadfast in the faith. We got we to gotta, we gotta resist the devil by being what? Steadfast in the faith. You got to be steadfast in the faith. Amen. Or he'll take it from you. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. Go ahead. 
knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. See, are these people that think, see, have you ever thought that you was the only person going through? Right. We all going through. That's right. Just because you're a Christian, that doesn't mean you're not going through. Life still goes on. Things happen. Right? That's right. So we understand that. So when I'm going through something, then I understand that others are going through the same thing I'm going through. There ain't nothing anybody's going through in here that somebody else ain't going through. Your heart may be hurting right now. Somebody's broken your heart. Somebody else is going through the same thing you're going through. You've had a loss in your life. Somebody else is going through a loss in your life, their life, right? So we all have afflictions that come up on us. It's called life. Just because you're a Christian, life doesn't hide from you. Do you understand? All right. But in verse 10 he says, But the God of, of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. All right, y'all. By who? Christ Jesus. By who? Christ Jesus. All right. After that ye have suffered a little while. And sometimes we're going to, you are going to suffer if you ain't keep living. I don't know where you live at if you, if you I don't know how long you've been here if you ain't suffered something. All right. Then we'll make you perfect. See, and the Bible says it'll make us what? Perfect. And, and, and you know, this year we're using that old saying of this Lombardi. We're doing, we're striving for perfection, and the worst thing that can happen to us is we'll land on excellence. That's right. Right? We don't go over here talking about nobody's perfect. The only person you know ain't you. Right? But we're striving for perfect. It's an excuse. When people say nobody's perfect, then that means they don't have to strive for perfection. But we are trying to be holy as our Heavenly Father is. The Scripture says that. We're trying to be perfect as our Father is in Heaven. The Scripture says that. And so what man says and God says are two different things. If he said to me to be perfect as he is or holy as he is, then there must be a means and a way to get there. And that's what I'm striving to do. And I hope you all are coming along with me. All right? Again, he will make you perfect, establish you, strengthen you. He will do what? He will strengthen us. He will establish us. He will strengthen us. When you're going through things in life, and, and, and it could just be life. It ain't, everything ain't the devil. Quit giving the devil credit for everything. You see? I know when, when I was a kid, the old folks used to say, and that old devil came into my knees, and, and you know, that, that old devil didn't get, you know, you know what's in my knees now that I'm 73? Arthritis. That's right. It ain't nothing to do with no devil. It's called I'm old. And all of, you know, and all of the things that I've done on these knees is causing a little arthritis. So ain't got to do with the devil. All right? But God strengthens me in spite of to keep moving forward. That's right. That's right. Are y'all with me? Broken heart, he'll strengthen you to be able to handle it. You can get over things that you didn't think you could get over through the power of Christ. I'm telling you, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You can be knocked down, but not knocked out. Right. He will strengthen you to get up. Yeah, he will. He will strengthen you to get up, right? The, the devil will tell you, you can't get up. The devil will tell you, you're hurting, you can't make it. He's a liar and the father of lies. The Holy Spirit says, yes, you can. Get up and go on with your life. Right. Dust right. off, dust your pants off, and keep moving forward, right? You know, we say it, old folk, you say it ain't nothing but a step for a climber. All right, y'all with me? Again, after you have suffered a while, he'll make you perfect, establish you, strengthen you, 
and settle you. He will, he will do what? He'll settle you. I mean, look, look at you. Look at you in here. There are people who would like to be here. Okay. That's why you got to devil proof your heart. Devil proof your life. Devil proof your spirit. That's why you come in here. That ain't God supposed to do that for you. He's telling us to do that. You got faith? You got love for Christ? Then devil proof your life and your heart and your spirit. You got the power to do that. Through the, you have the power of attorney through Jesus Christ. He said it. Greater things shall we do than him. He said that, not me. He wrote that. You see what's what the reason some folks are not? Your life is all going apart in here? Look at me. You know why it's all going apart in here? You didn't devil proof your life. You didn't devil proof your heart. You didn't have to devil proof your spirit since I'm not getting enough amens. You know why we got all these divorces going on in here and families breaking up in here and bodies falling apart in here, medicated all up in here because we didn't devil proof our life. We didn't devil proof our heart. You see, uh, uh, we didn't devil proof our spirit. You know why people's hearts get broken? Because they didn't devil proof their heart and they let a fool get up in there. Come on, come on. You see, that's why it's in here. No, that, that's why it's up in here. You see, that's why we have a lot of sickness. Not all sickness, but we have a lot of sicknesses because we didn't devil-proof our life Come on. and our, you know, our bodies. And so when you don't devil-proof your body, you eat what you like. Teach. And you like what you eat. Teach. Come on. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, but we have to do that. You see, y'all understanding me? But here, we teach a different ministry over here. We teach a different ministry that you've got to be responsible for some things. God, we know who God is. We know what God's all about. I know about that when I was a little boy. You see, I knew who God was and, who, and the power of God when I was getting high. Come on. Yeah, I did. I knew it all about when I was acting a fool and drinking, whoremongering and all those things. I knew all what God was, you see. But my, my life wasn't devil-proofed. My heart wasn't devil-proofed. My spirit wasn't devil-proofed. And so I become one of the agents of the devil. Do you understand? Right. And you pay a price for it, because I'm the only one in here that's ever done wrong, but, you know, sorry, somebody's got to speak it. You see what I'm saying? But once you come to Christ and you get saved, and you take Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, and you get the wisdom of God and the power of God and led by the Holy Spirit, which I'll talk up in here, the, whole, the devil cannot touch you because your life is devil-proof. That's right. That's right. Your heart is devil-proof. Your spirit is devil-proof. Your marriage is devil-proof. Come on here. Your relationships are devil-proof. Your family is devil-proof, right? This church is devil-proof, right? Because we are going to go by God's word, not man's word. Come on. All right? Are y'all with me? You see? And when Satan tries to come in and invade it, look at me. When Satan comes in and tries to invade your life, your marriage, your family, your job, or whatever you're trying to do, you need to ask yourself who's in charge of your life. Well... You see, can I see you love me when I get through? Some folks need to quit praying and get up and take charge of your life. You already have the power to do it, right? You see, I don't have to pray anymore for sins. Well, ask me why. When I got saved, I gave them to him. You see what I'm saying? There ain't no backwards for me. There's only frontwards for me. God ain't a backward God. He's a frontward God, right? And that's what we do, Right? The things that used, there used to be a, a song years ago, where, uh, a jazz song, things ain't like they used to be. Well, that's what we ought to say today. Things ain't like they used to be. Things ain't like, I ain't like I used to be. You see, now, let me tell you something. You don't want to hear this, but now Satan passes my house. That's right. That's right. He said, no, nah, that brother's devil-proofed over that. That's right. 
His life is devil-proof. His heart is devil-proof. His spirit is devil-proof. The same thing God does for me, he'll do it for you Amen. if you allow him to take charge of your life. That's right. Are you with me? Some, see, see, there's a thing. Walk in your house today. If the vibes ain't in your house, walk in your house and say, Loose here, Satan. Get up out of my house. By the authority in me that Christ has given me, the power of attorney in me, you've got to get up out of here. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. I, where am I at? Verse 11 okay. says, To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Glory comes from where? God. And dominion comes from where? God. If you have God, guess what? It said, you glorify him. Let me tell you something. Satan is telling you a lie. He don't want you to glorify God. When you become victorious, you glorify God. Right, so right. you got to be careful who you're listening to. You understand? Who you're listening to. He whispers in your ear. No, you know that you ain't living the life. You know that that ain't, that ain't what Pastor says not for you. You ain't that. You don't have that kind of faith. Here's what we're going to do up in here. I have faith in God. I walk as Christ, I talk as Christ, I think as Christ, I have the spirit of Christ within me. Therefore, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's how we live at Christ Temple North. Right. Isn't that right? You see? Sometimes you got to get off your knees and go to work. You got the tools. That's right. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? You know, a man or woman that goes to work without tools can't work, right? But you, a man or woman that goes to work with the tools, they're they excited about going to work because they got the tools to go to work with. Right. You got the tools to go to work with in your life. What are you doing, right? You ain't got to pray. You do not have to pray for Satan to leave. You got the power to tell him to leave. That's right. That's right. Do you understand? He wants you to think that, well, I got to look up. You ain't got to look up there. Get up out of here. Come on. Okay. All right. And I changed the message this morning, so I don't even know where I'm at. Where am I at? We're on Galatians 5 got it. 16. That's true. I changed it this morning because I just got excited about it. Let me tell you something. Get out of your flesh. Get out of your flesh. Devil proof your life, your heart and your spirit, and you won't walk the same ever again. That's right. That's right. Here we go. But in order to do that, in Galatians it says... Walk by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. He says, so I say walk by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. You got to walk by what? The Spirit. Walk by what? The Spirit. That's the big one. Walk by what? Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Spirit of God. That's how we walk. We walk by Him. That's right. You see, when you walk by Him, Satan gone because he knows he can't deal with Him. You see? Yeah. See, when, you, when I was in school, I always hung around with the real tough guys. Anybody messing with the tough guys? Right? You walk with the tough guys, ain't no bullying. That's right. Because they for real, right? You walk with the Holy Spirit, and you walk beside the Holy Spirit, Satan is scared of you. That's right. That's right. Yes, he's scared of you because he knows the power of the Holy Spirit, and he will flee. You, you, when you read the New Testament, most of you read the New Testament, when they would see Jesus, the the people didn't know who Jesus, the Christians, I'm not, they weren't Christians then. The religious people didn't know who Jesus was. But the devil did. You remember Jesus would be walking and the devils would be screaming out, oh, he's come to, he's come to do something to us. That's right. It's in there. That's right. Well, you have the same power within you. He left it within you. Here comes Johnny Fields. We got to get out of here. That's right. You got to get out of your house. Get out of your life. 
Quit entertaining the devil. Making him bigger than he is. You understand what I'm saying? You know, I was a little guy. And what my cousin told me, I said, I'm little. You know, and that's when I lived in Fort Scott for a while. He said, all the little guys got to do is pick up something heavy. Yeah, that made sense to me. Right? Same way in your life. Walk with the Spirit. Because ain't nothing heavier and tougher than the Holy Ghost. That's right. All right? Do I act like I'm mad? Good. A father of the church, the shepherd of the church, ought to be mad when somebody's trying to terrorize his sheep. That's right. That's right. I ought to be upset. He ought to be upset when marriages are falling apart and relationships are falling apart and bodies are falling apart and finances are falling apart. He's tired of that. We want to end it in here. That's right. All right. Again, so I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And if you walk by what? The Spirit, you will not. The flesh means, I'll help you with it. Flesh means get out of yourself, out of your sense knowledge. Sense knowledge comes from your senses. You need to get out of that. Because in your senses, there's no possible way you can figure that you can win the battle in front of you. But in the spirit, you can win the battle. That's right. You can win the battle. All right? Because we're told in 17 that for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. And, and, and so here it goes this way. Johnny desires what's contrary to the spirit. Johnny wants to be in, wanted, wanted to be, not now, wanted to be in control of his life. And so as long as Johnny wanted to be in control of his life, the spirit wouldn't intervene. Okay, here we go. And the spirit, what is contrary to the flesh? Yeah, they fighting each other. They're in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. You see, sometimes, you ever, when you, before you got saved and you wanted to do the right thing, still wind up doing the wrong thing? Well. You ever done that? Well, when you're in the spirit, it empowers you to do the right thing. That's right. All right? But if you're led by the spirit, you are not under the law. See, if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. You ain't never read anything in this Bible where it says the Holy Spirit done something wrong. That's right. The Holy Spirit doesn't need no, come on. Can I come down here, Brother Roger? The Holy Spirit, huh, will tell you how to talk to your wife. Come on. The Holy Spirit will tell you how to talk to your husband. The Holy Spirit will talk, tell you how to talk to your friend, Teach. your siblings, your brothers, your sisters. I'm talking about in there. The Holy Spirit, if you're led by the Spirit, He will educate you. Do you see? There was a time when I didn't understand my wife. Because in you in the flesh, you don't understand the opposite sex. But you in the Spirit, yeah, you do. You're going to tell me that God created her and He ain't going to tell you how to treat her? Or Him? You see? You see, I was worried, I used to worry about what's on her mind. You see, instead of worried about what's on God's mind for her well. and worry about what's in my mind because if I get my mind straight then I wouldn't want to worry about what her mind's doing That's right. That's right. some of y'all that went right over your head you see I needed an education and that education had to come from the spirit 
because sometimes on Valentine's Day, we make their little hearts happy. Well. And they make our little hearts happy with a box of candy. But when the candy's gone, happiness is gone. But if you love him or her from the spirit, when everything's empty, you can be hungry and still love somebody. Because it's deeper than happenings. You see, it's deeper than happenings. It's in the spirit. I want somebody one of these days to come up to me and just tell me that, now don't do it today, I want a bunch of people rushing me, and just tell me, Pastor, I love my wife's spirit. I want somebody to come and say, I love my husband's spirit. You see, and I've told y'all many things. The most good, Sister Gwen, y'all you, you love her teaching. She's incredible. She's pretty. She dresses good. But she has an incredible spirit. I love Sister Gwen's spirit. So, so it wouldn't matter, it wouldn't matter if, she did, if she wasn't dressed up. Because what I love is deeper than what she's wearing. And that's how it's supposed to be. That's what we're supposed to be. Because we walk in the spirit. And this, in here, in this church, we're very diverse in this church. And people say, y'all diverse? I said, no, we just want color over here. We, we just want people over here. You see, we ain't into all that stuff. I don't know what you're talking about over here. These are Christ Temple North people. I don't know about no black, white, and Hispanic and all that. You know, I don't even know what I am, really. You see? Ancestors, thing, they talk about ancestors. I don't know what my ancestors are, but I got a little bit of probably a little bit of everything up in here. But when I was born again... I still, we all still have the same bloodline. That's right. Period. That's right. All right. That's right. And when we walk in the Spirit, there are benefits. As we're told in Galatians 5 and 22 to 26, and I'm going to bounce all around, so hang on. All right. We're first of all told that the fruit of the Spirit produced by the Holy Spirit within you. Where is it, where is it produced at? Within me. It's in here. It's in your Spirit. All right is divine love in all its varied expressions. In all its divine love in all its expressions. You know, I love you every day. Do you know there's a, you know, I don't know why I'm on this marriage thing, but there's a thing that they say marriage couples don't talk to each other two hours a week. Now, wait a minute. Some of you are going to say you're talking. No, that don't mean talk with the TV on. That means you and them. No noise, talking. Come on. It got quiet up in here. Some of y'all need it. All right. How can, you, how can you produce fruit and the Holy Spirit produce fruit in your life, in your marriage, in your family, in your church if you sleeping well. and you ain't communicating? All right. Nathan, I ain't doing too good today. I ain't getting no, yeah. <laughs> I may have to get security to take me out of here. Here we go. Here are some of these expressions. Joy that overflows. Joy that overflows. You don't need a TV on to give you joy. It doesn't give you joy. You don't need a day to give you joy. It can give you happiness, but happiness is determined by happenings. Joy is a spirit quality. We ought to work up, wake up with joy. I get to live another day, and I want to make the most of this day. We want to make the most of this day. All right? Peace that subdues. Peace. There ain't nothing like peace of mind. There ain't nothing like peace. All right? 
That's what the Holy Spirit gives us. All right. Patience that endures. And it gives you patience that endures. Kindness and action. Kindness and action. A life full of virtue. A life full of what? Virtue. A life full of what? Virtue. A life full of what? Virtue. That's why we're supposed to live. How we're supposed to live, excuse me. Faith that prevails. Faith that prevails. Prevails. You can get through things with faith that you can't. Doctors can't do it. You all heard me say it, and I'll keep saying it. Five to seven years to live, they gave your pastor 25 years ago. Amen. They don't know nothing about that. You see? I didn't need medication. I needed faith. I'm standing here because of faith. Amen. Okay? Gen all right. Gentleness of heart. Gentleness of, come on, men. Gentleness of heart. Say that. Gentleness, Gentleness of, of heart. heart. Women, come on, women here. <laughs> we equal in here. Gentleness of heart. All right? Strength of spirit. And when we have to go through something, we have strength of the spirit. You see? When your body's falling apart, your spirit will strengthen you. You see? All right. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. They're limitless. I mean, they can keep going on. All right. Now from the message, verse 22 and 23, it says, but what happens when we live God's way? Now this is what, what happens when we live God's way. Give, give this man a hand. Amen. Give Heather a hand. Heather puts it together. And we had, you know, I had my message put together. I called her early this morning for you. I said, how long would it take you to change this? And I brought this brother in. I said, I'm going to do this, 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 this. Because he had already prepared to do something else. And we need to respect the people. I love the way you all handle and work with me. I, I appreciate it. All right, keep going. <clears throat> he brings gifts into our lives. He brings what? Gifts. He brings what? Gifts. He brings gifts? Into our lives. Into whose life? My life. All right. Much the same Can I say this? You love me? Yes. Unwrap them. Amen. Unwrap those gifts. Unwrap them. You see, got them gifts up under the tree that's been there 10 years, 5 years, all setting up under there. Unwrap them. Somebody gives you a gift, they ain't coming to unwrap it for you. They give you a gift, you unwrap the gift. That's right. And then you use the gift. And all of you got gifts. But some of you might want to think about have I unwrapped that gift. How many of you believe in God? Amen. How many of you trust God? Amen. That's why you're here. That's right. Because you need to hear this message. You see, I unwrapped some gifts, right? Found out through this message, I got some more gifts up on the tree I need to unwrap. Come on. Come yes, on. go ahead. Go ahead, brothers. He brings gifts into our lives much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. If you do not use the gift that God has given you, it'll die. This is supposed to be an orchard right here. And some of you are cheating all of us by not using your gift. The world needs your gift out here. We ain't only in here a few minutes. You're cheating your family. You're cheating friends. You're cheating people on your job because you want to unwrap your gifts. That's right. Or gifts. All right? Things like affection for others. Affection for others. Exuberance about life. And I love life. I tell you all, if I knew being in the 70s was this good, I'd have got 70 quicker. 
I love being a senior. I'm serious. I love being a senior. Yeah, I don't go. You know, I'm too embarrassed to go in on Tuesdays, senior day, where you go shopping, you know. But I love being a senior. And ask me why. Boy, it's, it's really good to go in some place. And they say, are you that old? I'll be grinning. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went in to get my flu shot. And, you know, in your senior, you get double. Double portion, right? And the nurse said, we can't give you that. I said, yeah, you can. She said, but you got to be 65. And I'm just grinning. I said, honey, you need to look at that thing there. <laughs> you see? And, and guess who? I'm, bro- I'm glorifying God by telling people, if you live right, eat right, work out right, do right, love right, have the joy right, he'll preserve you. That's right. That's right. Right? Cancer can't kill nobody. God don't want to die. That's Are you right. kidding me? That's right. You understand it? You see? Yeah, I'm proud to be a three-time cancer survivor. Never got sick, never threw up, never went through any of that stuff. That is the glory of God. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, see, I'm, a, I'm, I'm so happy. And a young couple came in here. I'm not going to call their names out. A young couple came in here that had done a marriage, uh, their wedding a few years ago, and they're still together. And he said something that was very important to me that all of us need to understand. He said, there's more ups than downs. And that's marriage, baby. And that's in the spirit. That's how life goes. That's, right. that's how life goes. Life is good and victorious when there's more ups than downs because you're going to have downs. You see? All right. Again, exuberance about life, serenity. Serenity. You all know what that is. We but develop a willingness to stick with things. Now we stick with things. Quit quitting everything. <laughs> stick with something. Come on. I hang in there with something. Stick with it. You see, there was a rule when I was growing up and my kids had that rule. If you start something, you got to finish it. That's right. Yeah, come on. A sense of compassion in the heart. Have some compassion in your heart. And a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. Yes. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments. We find ourselves involved in what? Loyal commitments. There are some people so committed in this church that's unbelievable. Do you all know that we don't have a janitorial service in here? Deacons and ministers take care of it. That's right. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? All right. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. We, We direct our energies what? Wisely. We direct our energies what? Wisely. We're loyal and we committed in life, and we direct our energies with wisdom. That's right. Okay? And then we're told in verse 24 to keep in mind that we who belong to Jesus, the anointed one, have already experienced crucifixion. Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. That old life is crucified. You are new somebody now. Mm-hmm. The Bible says it this way. For everything connected with our self-life was put to death on the cross and crucified with the Messiah. When I used to live in self, my selfish life, that means selfish life. When I got saved, it went to the cross. It was crucified with Christ. Now I live a selfless life. All right? We must live in the Holy Spirit and follow after him. Who are you following after? Who are you following after? 
Let me do, I don't want nobody lying here. Who should you be following after? Amen. All right. So that we, so may we never be arrogant. So we're not arrogant. Or look down on another. We don't look down on other people because we don't know how they got there. For each of us is an original. And each person is original. We must forsake all jealousy that diminishes the value of others. You never diminish the value of others. Do you know why some people are living better than others? They earned it. Come on. They earned it. The voice says it this way in verse 25 and 26. Now, since we have chosen to walk with the Spirit, let's keep each step in perfect sync with God's Spirit. Now we walk with the Spirit. We're in sync with the Spirit. You see, when I walk in the Spirit and I'm in sync with the Spirit, my household is together. That's right. My life is together. Because I'm in sync with the Spirit. I walk with the Spirit. Remember the song, Walk With Me, Lord? Walk with me, Holy Spirit. I want to be in sync with the Holy Spirit. I want to walk with the Spirit. You see? When I walk with the Spirit, there are people who love to walk with me. Because they know that the Spirit is real. And then they know I'm real. You understand what I'm saying? All right. In verse 26, it says, though, this will only happen when we set aside our self-interest. Get out of yourself. You see, let me tell you, one of the reasons that I stay fit and try to keep fit is for Sister Gwen. I don't want Sister Gwen, my wife, to have to deal with me sick can't move, can't walk because I didn't take care of myself. That's right. That's right. So if I walk with the Spirit, the Spirit will help me to understand what I need to do to stay healthy, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. That's how it works, all right? Again, all right. church, we set aside our self-interests and work together to create true community. And that's what Christ Temple North is about. We, we are a true community in here. Instead of a we are a true community in here. Yeah. All right. They must be this other culture. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Well, this culture is consumed by provocation, pride, and envy. We don't have any of that in here. There are certain things that some people can do better than others. That's right. Do you understand that? You see, I'm not on the praise team, but if I was on the praise team... I wouldn't be jealous that Isaac could sing better than me. I would just be proud and thank God that I was part of the team. That's right. You see, if I was one of the ministers in here, you see, I wouldn't be upset that I wasn't the pastor in here. I'd be proud to say that I'm a part of the ministry. And I I joke with DJ all the time. I'm a boy there, DJ, because he was preaching this morning. Wait a minute. Come in here, come in here with a bow tie on. <laughs> Preach it. And I told him, you're going to be singing that song. Sometimes I dream <laughs> that he is me and I am him. <laughs> you know, because we, <laughs> we have fun in here, don't we? Amen. We have a good time in here, don't we? That's right. 
because we love each other in here. That's right. And we respect each other in here. You ain't got to worry about who's sitting, who speaks to your wife or your husband in here because people, brothers love the brothers. The sisters love the sisters in here. We love each other in here. That's what keeps you safe Amen. is walking in the spirit and loving in the spirit. Amen. All right. In closing, turn with me to John chapter 15. I'm going to read verse 1 through 8, but I'm coming from the voice. I think we've had enough. Yes? yes. I think we've had enough. That's the divine. I think I'll do that next week. Because I think we've had enough. I think that we've, I don't want to overfeed. Because when you overfeed, somebody will get a bellyache. Or throw up and get everything out that went in. I just love this message. We walk what? We walk by the Spirit. We're empowered by the Spirit. We love in the Spirit. Right? And we are devil-proofing our lives today. All right? All right? All right, give, give God a hand clap. Give it loud. Get it up here. Yeah. You see, sometimes pastors think and preachers think because everything's written needs to be said. No, it doesn't. When the Holy Spirit quits, you need to quit. Isn't that right? Take a deep breath. Deep breath. Isaacs, I need you up here again. We're gonna, I need some strength up here. Come up here with me. Yes. We are, we are God's children, and God has provided everything that we need. These are my prayer partners here. I want you all to stand in agreement with me. The Bible says for two or three are together, he'd be in the midst. And we all are going to pray. They're going to pray their prayer, and I'm going to pray mine, because guess what? God can each one of us. Can he do it? Yes. Can he do it? Yes. Can he do it? Yes he, can. yes, he can. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we believe the Bible. We believe the Bible. We believe every word in the Bible. And the word of God says that he, lo, and I'll always be with you. He said that, and we believe that. And Jesus said that he would send the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit would come and he would bring back the remembrance of his teaching. He would comfort us. He would empower us. We believe that today. And me and my sister and my brother, we raise our hands. We want the Holy Spirit to come in this room and baptize this, this whole congregation. Everybody in the sound of my voice. Holy Spirit, we yield to you this morning to baptize every one of us in here. We repent of our sins. We take Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. And we want him to be the Lord of our life. And we receive the Holy Spirit. We want the Holy Spirit. We want you to come into our lives. We want your Holy Spirit to devil-proof our lives. Devil-proof our hearts. Devil-proof our spirits. We want to walk in the Spirit. And we no longer going to desire what the flesh is telling us. We're going to be a new people today, starting today. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And everybody said amen. We got in touch. Yes, to stay there for a minute. You love your brothers and your sisters. Act like it. Reach out and touch. The Isaacs will be up here for special prayer.